It's time now for Pastor Lee Woods of the Flora Assembly of God Church, located at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. The Flora Assembly of God has Sunday school this morning at 930, the morning worship service at 1030. They have a 6 o'clock evening service tonight and a 7 o'clock Wednesday night Bible study. And now, here's Pastor Lee Woods. Praise the Lord. Good to be with you this morning. Thank the Lord for a nice, nice day out there, you know. Amen. I hope it kind of stays like this all through winter months. I know there's a lot of people like the winter months, but uh, anyway, they're 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 going to be here. But anyway, we thank God for the beautiful day this morning. Amen. Want to welcome you out to church this morning. You know the Bible tells us, "Forsake not." That that's a command. If you come right down to it. forsake not assembling yourselves together as a matter of some is. So much more as you see the day approaching. We need to begin to realize I need to hear the Word of God. You know, this, this, the Word is for each and every one of us to guide us through this life. One day, I'm going to say this, one day, every one of us, whether you believe this or not, you're going to stand before our Heavenly Father. You're going to stand and give account of your life and if you don't turn your life over now, you'll be too late then because you're not going to be able to say, well, Lord, I didn't know it. You, you're just not going to do it. So it's up to you. I want to invite you out to church. Come on out and see us. I know beyond a shadow of doubt, God will bless you. Uh, services, uh, we have Sunday school at 940, uh, 930, 945. And so come on out and uh, join with us. And then... Uh, morning worship service, and then uh, we don't have no Wednesday night service yet. But we thank God, and we have Bible study on Wednesday night. Come on out, and I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, God will bless you. Um, we're going to start. You know, uh, I don't know where you've ever come to this point, but uh, God has provided everything for you. And it's up to you to take a, take the Word of God and, and begin to apply it to your life. Amen. Um, when Jesus said, it is finished on the cross, it is finished. It, what does it mean? Your salvation is finished. Uh, it's uh, in, Ch in John 19, chapter, verse 30. You have that system. Yeah. It says, When Jesus therefore had received the vinegar and he said it is finished and he bowed his head and gave up the ghost so the word finished uh, it talks about it's complete or uh, it's been executed uh, it's concluded it's uh, there's so many words that would describe that the debt's been paid it's been accomplished uh, it's made uh, it's made an end it's expired Otherwise, it's finished. Uh, 
What was finished? What was it that finished? Uh, well, we go back in uh, Ephesians and, and begin to read over in Ephesians 1. Read 1 uh, verse 7. It says, In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. Okay, it tells us in him we have redemption through his blood. And then go into Colossians, the first chapter, verse 14, kind of, uh, I guess, puts the lid on this and lets us know that we uh, get what God has done on the cross. Uh, he's done it for you and I. So Colossians 1:14. Okay, it says, um, in who who has delivered us from the power of darkness, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even in, the forgiveness of sins. There, there it is again. In whom we have redemption through uh, his blood, even the forgiveness of our sin. <clears throat> and we would look at this in the Greek. Uh, redemption is, uh, I can't pronounce the uh, the Apollobus or something like that, ransom, paid in full. Um, when Jesus said it was finished, he, he uh, paid the price completely for you and I. You are no longer uh, in bondage to sin. Before he done this, there was no way that uh, you could be helped because Satan had you bound. And now he had went to the cross, he died for your sins, and so he's made a way that you yourself can accept him. Before Jesus wrote, finished across the, the door of Satan, I guess you could say, sin was like a uh, large magnet. It kept drawing us back. It kept drawing you back. Uh, you were in bondage uh, to Satan. He had a hold on you. But now, the I guess you could say the large magnet of Satan has been uh, neutralized. Uh, it has lost its power. And we look at this in Colossians, the first chapter. I'm going to go ahead with this. It says, God has delivered us, and we're going to read this out of the Amplified. God has delivered us from the power of darkness. So what have we got in the Amplified there? 114. Mm. And we have our redemption through his blood, which means the forgiveness of our sins. What's 13 say? It Four says, the Father, the Father I have delivered and drawed us to himself out of the control and the dominion of darkness and has transferred and us so, into the king. So, so it doesn't matter how long that we have been saved, one day, 20 years, or whatever it may be, we have been set free from the power of darkness. Satan has no hold on anyone that has turned their life over to God. You, you know, as long as you uh, have accepted him and put your heart in his hands, and your life in his hands, I guess you could say, God will guide you and direct you. But if you uh, allow these things of this world get a hold of you, then you're going to end up being backslidden, and, and God can't do anything to you. So it's up to you. It's, it's a choice you have to make. Uh, uh, Satan cannot touch you unless you open the door. Let me say that. Satan cannot touch you unless you open the door because 
God has translated you into the kingdom of his son. The Greek word translated, meaning transferred or removed out of the situation that you was in, and God has set you free, made you where you are been changed. The word translated is past tense. Now, I have been, uh, I guess you say, removed. I have been transferred into God's kingdom. Satan no longer, let me say this, Satan no longer can make me do anything. It's up to you. It's a choice. You have, I'm going to say this, you have power over all the darkness of this world, power over all uh, what Satan tries to throw at you. And we, one scripture I stand on is over in Matthew 18, 18, it says, God has transferred us out of the kingdom of darkness, but he says, uh, uh, whatever I bind on earth shall be bound. Whatever I loose on earth shall be loose. So it's up to you and I to take a hold of what God has given you. Ephesians uh, six, uh, second chapter, verse 6, it said, God has raised us together to set together in heavenly places with Jesus Christ. So we are sitting at the side of the Lord Jesus. When Jesus said it was finished, he actually uprooted the kingdom of darkness. He broke the hold that Satan had on man, which uh, uh, and he set him free. Jesus takes that life and removes, um, removes him from bondage of sin and darkness. This we got to read in the scripture there. He takes him to his rightful place and raises him up to set in heavenly places with the heavenly Father. What does this mean? It means you and I have it. Understand? I guess go go down like this. It means it's finished. It's done. God has taken a hold of us and set us apart unto Him. So it's up to us to take a hold of that and believe His word. Now we got Colossians one fourteen. I believe we have. Uh, If you've got a Bible there, you, you get your Bible and kind That's of read right. that. Colossians 1, 14. Yes, it's just what we've read before. It says, I can't see it right now. In whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of, our, of sins. So, you know, you don't have to do any act other than just accepting him as your Lord and Savior. Baptism will not save you. Baptism, you, you put you in uh, people put the person in water. Uh, if they're a sinner, they're going to come up a sinner. But you've got to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You have to not only been free, but all of your sins have been forgiven when you accept him as your Lord and Savior. Uh, so the, actually, we could say the slate, the slate of your past, your past life has been wiped clean, not because you've been baptized in water, but because you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Why, why do you suppose uh, the Holy Spirit puts such emphasis on the forgiveness of sin? God wants us to be forgiven. The Holy Spirit wanted us to know that all of our sins have been wiped clean uh, and there is no record of them anywhere or will they be. He wrote, I guess you, uh, I guess you could say, he wants you and I to know that Satan cannot condemn you, even though he will try and he will try. I guarantee that. 
But you can tell him, oh devil, that that big black board of sin has been erased clean. And you no longer have a hold on me. So I'm going to take a, a authority over you and I bind you, Satan, in the name of Jesus. You have that authority. You have that authority. Uh, the Colossians, I don't know whether we have this or not, but Colossians, the second chapter, verse 15, we're talking about God is disarmed. Reading this. Um, Colossians 2, verse 15. We kind of caught them here in just a minute. We're looking at this scripture. Okay, it says... um, God disarmed the principalities. And and having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a shoe them openly triumphing over them in it. So God has disarmed the the principalities and the powers that came against us. And it's it's through Jesus Christ, the Son of God, he disarmed all the powers of Satan. He doesn't have any, I'm going to say that, he doesn't have any power against you. If you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, he doesn't have any power against you unless you let him. That's a choice, unless you let him. Verse 18 says, Let no one defraud you by acting as an umpire and, de- and, and declaring you unworthy. God is the one that's in charge of your life when you accept him as your Lord and Savior. The, Satan no longer calls the shots in your life. Let me say that. Satan no longer calls the, shark, the shots in my life or your life if you've accepted Jesus. He may try, but he can only act. What he says doesn't, I guess you, doesn't mean anything. So it's up to you. I stand upon God's word. I put my uh, life in his hands, and God's going to see me through. I have in Isaiah, the 41st chapter, verse 10, it says, Fear thou not, for I am with you. Be not to be dismayed, for I am the God. I will strengthen thee, uh, you, and I will help you. I mean, it, it pretty well comes down. It's pointing out to each and every one of us, fear not. Don't be afraid. He said, I will. I will. Over and over. I will uphold you. Over and over. God will take a hold of you if you put your life in God's hand. It's up to you. So the next thing I I find in the Word of God, in Matthew, it says he took our infirmities. He took our sicknesses. The Greek word here, I guess you could say, he carried them away. He took our griefs, our sickness, our sorrows, uh, not to bear them with us anymore, but he took them on the cross of Calvary when he allowed them to take you know, I'm going to say this. The back of the cross, we, we, when we have communion, the back of the cross, when we're talking about the bread, the back of the cross represents the healing of our bodies because through the stripes, by his stripes, we are healed. So the back, that when we're taking and receiving communion, the back, his back means we have been healed. Healing, when the Word of God says it's the children's bread. 
And I believe that. So anyway, uh, Matthew, the 13th chapter, verse 15, healing is ours. But it is not, um, uh, how should I say, uh, uh, we're going to say something here, but anyway, God is there to take care of us, each and every one. In John 10, 10, I like this one. The thief cometh not but to steal and to kill and to destroy. And Jesus said, but I have come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. So it's up to us to take a hold of the Word of God, put the Word of God in our hearts and our minds, and, and stand upon them. We, another scripture I like is 1 Peter, the second chapter, verse 24. He said, Who his own self bore our sins in his own body and on the tree, that we being dead to sin should live no longer. And, and then uh, the latter part, in whose stripes we are healed. It's such such uh, uh, so many promises there that God is saying, he, I take a hold of your life. It, it was out of his heart that he brought healing to each and every one of us when we accept him as our Lord and our Savior. I guess you could say just what love that God has for each and every one of us. It's beyond anything that we could ever understand. And the love that he had for each and every one of us. There's a song that goes, Oh, the love of God, how rich and pure, how measureless and strong. Uh, that's a beautiful song, but it's, it's actually the Word of God. Oh, love of God, how rich and pure, how measureless and strong. He, he did that for you and I. He gave his back, his body, the body for redemption, his back for your healing. So it's up to you to take a hold of it. It's up to you. You have a choice. If, and a possibility, there's maybe somebody listening right now that has not accepted Jesus as their Lord. You've got to do that if you're going to make it one day out of this world. Every one of us, I'm going to say this, every one of us is going to live forever, either in heaven or in hell. That's your choice. It's not my choice. It's your choice. God has called each and one of us to accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior and do our best to live for him. Your choice. So we're going to close here this morning, and I want you to, I want you to remember this. I have a choice. In fact, the Word of God says, Choose this day whom thou shalt serve. So it's up to you if you want to make it in. I mean, this life here has a lot of rough uh, roads and a lot of rough uh, uh, ways, but we can make it if we put God in our hearts and our lives. Heavenly Father, right now, I'm asking you to move upon those, O oh God, possibly that have not accepted you, that you take a hold of them and let them know, let them feel the convicting power of the Holy Spirit. Let them feel you right now in the name of Jesus. I bind the spirit of the enemy. I bind Satan that tries to come against those people right now that are praying in Jesus' name. Right now, I declare it right now in Jesus' name. God, I give you the praise. Amen. God bless you. 
You've been listening to Pastor Lee Woods of the Flora Assembly of God Church, located at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. Sunday school is at 930 this morning. The morning worship service, including a children's service, is at 1030. A 6 o'clock evening service tonight and a 7 o'clock Wednesday night Bible study. 